Welcome to Munchies and Mindset, sponsored by Holistic Approach, your online store for healthy snack options. Munchies and Mindset is the show that talks about mindset and living your best life, where host Katie Gilligan will speak to experts in their field to find out ways they have made changes to improve their mental, physical, or spiritual self. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Munchies and Mindset. Today we have Lindsay DeSwarton. Oh my gosh, this woman is a life coach, but I went through your website. You are so much more than a life coach, Lindsay. My gosh, you take people through retreats and you can change people's mindset through physical activity. And what you do is absolutely incredible. Um, You're also shamanic, which is right. Oh my gosh, that's huge in my heart. Um, So I'm definitely gonna have you explain a little bit more to the people about what it is. Tell us about your business and how, what you do. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on this show. It's fantastic. And I love working with other people who are all about positive mindset and how powerful it actually is to really shift things in your life. Um, So yeah, just so grateful to be here. And so thank you. So I will happily tell you about my business because I could talk about it forever more because it is joy and light and just a place of gratitude to help people on their life path. So many, many years ago, I was a fitness trainer for mums and new fitness training was always something I loved. So I thought, right, let's do this. And I was a new mum. So I, you know, got mums working out in boot camps in the local village hall in England. And then I realised actually that there was something much deeper going on rather than just, you know, that sit-ups and crunches was never going to fix And I was going through stuff myself as well. So then I started getting into the mind stuff and started learning about something called NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, um, which is a terrible name for a very powerful tool. Uh, They never really got marketing people on that, I don't think. Anyway, um, and then also started learning about hypnotherapy. And then through that, really developed my practice um, and started working with people on all sorts of things that I was like, wow, that's like, that's serious. Wow, how am I gonna help that? And oh, you're on anxiety medication and oh, is this you know real enough to help you? And then over the years, I've always said, you know, yes, use this in, in addition to whatever you're doing, you know, with a doctor or whatever, just use this in addition. And then the results became really, really powerful. And people were really noticing differences in their relationship, in their health, in their fitness, in their careers. And then I was working with men and women. And even I just took a back seat and kind of was a bit bowled over by the results. And then I actually realized that it's because I wasn't doing the work. I wasn't doing any of the work. I was purely the one delivering the message and kind of guiding them on the way. And so the work was obviously being done by them. Um, And then every time I was guided to kind of think, actually, I haven't used that technique with them, but I feel really cool to use that technique. And it was exactly the technique that was needed on the day. And so then I started searching more into how was this intuitive and how much was I being guided? And that led me onto the shamanic path. And so I re-met up with my first teacher of hypnotherapy about 20 years later. 
and she had dug very deep into the shamanic path and so she said Lindsay you need to walk this path with me (laughs) and so that was the path I walked through Covid which led me to a completely different place and the work that I've been able to do with people since then still leaves me just in amazement actually at how brilliant people are and how remarkable they can be at healing their own problems when given the right tools or you know given a new a new perspective actually very good let's go on a long answer that is a long answer but it's a great answer um (laughs) with your with our first question, we talk about sort of our emotional well-being, and it's really hard to show up in the world if we're emotionally not healthy and if we're really sad or down because people see how we show up. So you really help people to change that. Um, give us some tips and tricks of how you help people change their mindset from a negative to a positive. Okay, so the first, it's going to sound really, really simple, and that's why I love it so much, and it's actually movement so that movement can be as much as getting off the sofa and walking around your house that movement can be as much as getting out for a walk into the forest um, or even just taking the dog for a walk and even though if I was coming from a fitness perspective which obviously is my kind of that's what I always came from coming from a fitness perspective I would always say you know you've got oxytocin and all the rest of it however from an energetic perspective actually shifting the energy shifts your energy and your perspective and your mindset is all about energy so you can do it from both ways you can either come at it from like a deeply meditative state which you know takes practice um and isn't often as quick if you're not used to it And that meditative state will change your energy. Or alternatively, you can just shift your butt. And when you get out the door, it shifts your energy. And so automatically, and also I just love being out in the fresh air. And I think it's so good for people. And also the other thing that you can tune into is you tune into something that's outside of yourself. So if you're going for a walk, listen to the birds. You know, today we're lucky enough that we've got a ton of snow and it's just beautiful. So just look at the snow, look at the snow on a branch, look at the snow, the way it's, you know, falling in the breeze or in the spring or in the summer, take your shoes off, walk on the ground, feel the grass on your feet. And that completely and utterly changes your focus. And when you change your focus, everything changes. Simple. Uh, mindfulness too right that's keeping you very mindful of the moment you're in and really keeping you in that positive state yeah totally absolutely so I think the perspective I always come at it from which is why you know I love to do physical activity with people as well because it when you become mindful of facing your challenges and when I say challenges whatever that challenge might be when you become mindful about something else you get a different perspective of the challenge you're facing whereas when you're stuck thinking about the excuse me thinking about the challenge you're facing it's very difficult to solve that challenge because you're almost you're too deep into it but if you can bring yourself out of it then it's almost like you've got a bird's eye view and everything looks different that's beautiful i love that answer 
Um, question. So inner talk can be like the biggest demon in the world. Um, and it can also be the most beautiful thing in the world. So when somebody is constantly on that negative, I can't do it. Um, it's too hard. I can't make it. I'm not good enough. How do you switch that so that they're not saying those things? So this comes down to some personal responsibility. Um, if I'm working with somebody, I absolutely play with their language. Um, and the funny thing about that is people can do that to themselves. And it's as easy if you think about, okay, if you walk down a path, okay, as you walk down that path, you keep walking down the same path, that path becomes deeper, that path becomes wider, that path becomes a very well-worn path. So when you keep repeating words, things like can't, won't, um, yeah, can't basically, because that's, let's face it, so root of so many evils. Um, I would challenge you to walk a different path. So rather than saying, I can't, you could literally just say, okay, I'm going to play a game with this. Because our mindset, actually, if you see it as a game, is re it's a really empowering way of looking at it. So rather than say can't, what other word could you say in there? What about might? I could perhaps, maybe I could fail at this today differently. What would it look like if I could? And so throw in questions with a sense of humor to challenge yourself and say, okay, so what if I'm fed up of walking the can't path? The can't path is boring. It leads nowhere fun. It's just a really, it's just a really crappy place to walk. You don't want to walk on the can't path for too long. So take a step off. So the possibly or the maybe try those paths and see where they lead you. Baby steps, right? Totally baby steps and try something new. So if I may actually just to, to jump in on that, it's, People say, but it's really, you know, it's really difficult to change a habit. And doesn't it take 21 days to change a habit, build a habit? Or and it might. And I'm not discounting that. Because if that serves you, then absolutely go with that. Do the same thing for 21 days if you can. Because that's a challenge in itself. But the other thing to do is trying to change up those regular habits. It's as simple as when you come down in the morning um, or you, yeah, you wake up in the morning, do something different. So rather than just get out of bed, maybe go and clean your teeth and then go make your coffee, get out of bed, go make the coffee and then go and clean your teeth. Change up your routine because by changing up your routine, you automatically start opening up new possibilities of, of possibility, actually, new options. I love that. You're rewiring. Yes. Love rewiring. Rewiring is so powerful. And actually in the tiniest baby steps, as you said, when you rewire in the baby steps, it becomes really easy and it's quite fun too. I like your way of doing it because yeah, it is quite a fun if you're making, you make like a challenge of yourselves and say, oh, I don't know that I can do that. Oh, like maybe I can do that today. Maybe I can find a way today. Maybe I can fail forward today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah. And as my current mentor says, which I found very, very empowering, and it's not rocket science, right? But she just said, do something new, but do it messy. 
give yourself the permission to fail at it, to completely suck at it, <laughs> but try it. <laughs> because if you haven't done it because of whatever reason, then try it and just know it's going to be ugly to start with. <laughs> that's, that's okay, because otherwise you'd never try it. Here's a demon. Yeah, absolutely. The, the perfection demon. Yeah. Oh, that's a big <laughs> one. <laughs> Learning how to go with the flow, which can be very difficult for a lot of people. But then going into, you know, we can change our mindset and we can we can really show up in a better place and change the way we talk about ourselves, but we have to take that action. We can't sit there and complain about our situation if we're not willing to take the action to fix our situation. Um, tell us a little bit about how you really encourage people to take action uh, once you get them on that path. So I do it in a number of ways. Um, one of the things is to make it easy. So they actually take a new action in spite of themselves, which is the fun part. Um, the other thing, depending on how you're wired, which can be quite fun, is to actually put a penalty in place or put a timeline in place. So one of the things when I'm working with people for the first time and they kind of, you know, fill in an intake form of how we're going to work together so I get to know them better. And one of the things in there is um, what... What is the thing that you least want to do, but most have to? And because they don't know the guys that this is in, they'll say, well, the thing I least want to do is, you know, have the conversation with my boss or spend, you know, um, pay off all my credit card or have this difficult conversation with my husband or tell my kids off or whatever it is. So that's actually the penalty. So when we get to the stage whereby, you know, we've cleared out a lot of the blockages and then we're starting to move forward, if they're really hesitant or they're stalling or they're procrastinating about making the action, I'm like, well, it's fine. Okay, you've got a choice here because you signed the contract. You've got a choice. You can either have the conversation with your boss or you can take this next step. So it's just, again, it's all a game. It's just playing them at their own game. And then the other thing, which I have to say I have has been really, really effective with people when they've just had some major shock or they're really stuck in that rut of complaining, is to say, okay, how long are you gonna complain for? Give yourself time, you know, you set the time. It can be five minutes, it can be five weeks, it can be five months, but I tell you what, you bore yourself senseless, although most people do tell the same story for as long as they can. So say, give yourself a time limit, once you've got to that time limit and you can complain all you like to everybody you know about this one complaint but set that time limit so like say by friday you have to stop telling this story so thing. make sure you yeah so make sure you really complain with all of your might give it every bit of energy and don't talk about anything else until friday and then after friday you're not allowed to do it because otherwise there will be a, a consequence be in the penalty box totally and all of a sudden they go oh oh and it makes you it makes them conscious of how much they're complaining and once you're conscious of something then you're empowered to change it very nice which i love that because there's a lot of people 
and myself included, that will do something, but it's become such a repetitive state that you don't always know that you're doing it. And sometimes to have someone show it to you and, and make you realize that you are doing it to be able to stop and, and show up in your better self. Yeah, absolutely. And I say it's just, you've got to play with it. And this is one of the things that I love, even though NLP has a rubbish name. One of the things I love about it so much is it makes us play our own game with our language. Because our language carves out our world. It carves out everything, how we feel, how we communicate, how we respond, how stressed we are. And people feel they are controlled by it. And as soon as you're conscious of it, you can actually use it as a really powerful tool. I mean, so just fairly recently, I went back to England um, and saw family. So, of course, I haven't seen them all the way through COVID. And there's a particular relative, won't say who, um, a particular relative, and she just complained and complained and complained. And I, bear in mind, I haven't seen her for like two and a half years. <laughs> All she had was complaints. And in the end, I just went, your life sounds awful. Oh, my God, you've got to do something to change that. You must be miserable all the time. And even she looked at me, she was like, and then she started defending herself about how her life wasn't that miserable. I was like, oh, there you go. Because <laughs> it's like, well, fine. So if it's that bad, what are you going to do about it? So, yeah, I'm afraid I, I do play people at their own game a bit because it's for their own benefit. Absolutely. And getting yourselves out of that rut and taking action is key because if you just stay and complain, then you're staying in the exact same spot and you're never moving forward. And you're certainly not gathering anyone to help you because you're just boring everyone around you senseless. They've got their own problems. They don't want to hear it. Here's a, what, what was the thing? Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. I'm sorry. I don't mean that in a terrible way, but it's like when someone is constantly complaining, that's sort of yeah. that. Um, I'm dating myself now with that. Uh, so I'm sure it doesn't matter <laughs> to call anyone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I say, here's my cell phone. Go for it. I'll pay for the call. <laughs> Uh, well, so I want to revisit just a little bit about because when I was on your website, I saw that you do outdoor retreats where you're almost like trust walks and trust. So tell me a little bit about that and talking on an action point when you do these retreats. Um, what do you do with your clients with these trust walks? Well, it's so it's when when I say sort of a trust walk, I have a huge belief in, as I said, about bringing your attention to something. So for example, let's say you go treetop trekking, which anybody around here, you can do a Horseshoe Valley, you can do Blue Mountain, you can do in Halliburton, you can do it all over the place. And I have to say, I've been treetop trekking a number of times with my kids. I don't love it, right? <laughs> it's difficult, I've been too, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't love it. And just actually when we went, we um, took a trip to BC earlier this year and I was like, oh, treetop trekking, here we go. And I went, I don't love it. However, when you're standing way up high on a tree or a platform on a tree and you're looking down and there is all of the feeling of fear, even though you are completely clipped on, and actually, if you threw yourself off that platform, you would still be safe. So to bring that to people's attention, that they are 
always held. Because in everyday life, like with a new business challenge or something, we are always held. We might fall and that fall might not be comfortable, but we are held, we are safe. So I just make people really conscious. So when they actually get to the platform and you know we've been through the safety protocol and all the rest of it, um, what is the problem that you currently have to face? So whilst they're standing on the platform, say, okay, what's the problem you currently have to face? What is this one thing that's stopping you from being who you think you should be or doing what you think you should do and having what you think you should have? What is that one problem? So they bring that problem to mind. And then you go, oh, okay, cool, interesting. Right, let's go. So then they do the actual challenge. And then when they've got to the end of the challenge, they look back and they go, right, Oh, oh, I did that. So it's that metaphor. And that's what I love about physical challenges, whether that is skiing, whether it's being around horses, which is a passion of mine, whether it's treetop trekking, whether it's walking up a very steep mountain, whatever it might be, when you use all of those physical challenges as a metaphor, it is quite incredible what powerful results you can achieve. And the thing I love also about the physical is that of course, then you get the oxytocin going and once you've done anything, you have a completely different belief in yourself. That's standing at the beginning versus standing at the end, you are two different people. So, and I unfortunately- have to, I have to add to that. Um... Go on because it is absolutely true what you just said. Uh, my husband and I challenge ourselves constantly physically, uh, but more emotionally physically in the sense that we um, started off just hiking, then we did more challenging hikes, then we took up spelunking, so going into caves um, and Ooh. getting through that. But most recently we did skydiving and um, it's just a matter of the accomplishment you feel when you're down on the ground and getting past that fear and knowing that you are okay. I mean, I tandem jumped, I obviously was my first time, but it really truly does help when you do these very challenging situations and you get through and you look back and you're like, I wasn't so bad. Yeah, so I survived. We, we make the problem so much bigger in our head. And when we, when we actually go through it, it's like, okay, that really wasn't that bad. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you. I have to, oh, I was just going to say massive kudos to you because I haven't skydived. <laughs> Most peaceful thing I've ever done. Honestly, my husband and I say the same thing. It was the most peaceful thing I've ever done. It really, truly, when you're up there, it is incredibly peaceful. Once that chute opens, it is dead silent. You hear nothing. Um, and it's just incredibly beautiful. So uh, I recommend it. If you um, can get over your fear of heights, if you can get on with not feeling overwhelmed or stressed when you're up in a plane, I, I am not afraid of heights as well as I'm not claustrophobic. So for me, spelunking and skydiving is a very different experience. Jumping out of a plane 14,000 feet up in the air is something you have if you're not fearful, then you're, you're not alive, <laughs> but, um, spelunking and whatnot, it was, it was just the getting past that uncomfortable feeling. And I'm, I'm truly believe that growth is not comfortable. So if mm. you're comfortable where you are, you're not hundred percent growing. So we, we can go up and then we can hit the comfort zone. And then if you want to keep building and you want to keep growing, growing's just a little uncomfortable. So, yeah. 
Fantastic. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Now, I didn't ask you in the beginning, but what is your favorite snack food? My favorite snack food? Um, that's a good one, actually. I would say I've got a bit of, bit of an avocado smash girl, actually. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> because I feel so wholesome and self-righteous once I've eaten it, because I know I could have gone for a toast and jam instead. Oh my gosh, you were so much fun. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on Munchies and Mindset. And for you watching, if you want to uh, eat or snack guilt-free, you can always visit at theholisticapproachstore.com. Until next time, stay healthy. Thank you for listening to Munchies and Mindset. Our goal is to help people who may be stuck or lost find that light within themselves. If you have questions, you can reach out on Facebook or Instagram at Holistic Approach Store, all one word. And remember, if you want to snack guilt-free, check us out at www.holisticapproachstore.com. Until next time, remember, mindset matters.